Good morning. Uh, let me tell you about what I can remember right off the top of my head. The dream I just had, like within the last like ten fifteen minutes ago. Um, it involved me taking this really 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 long flight from I don't know where to Dallas Fort Worth. I flew into the Dallas Fort Worth airport. I've actually been to that airport. I don't remember what it really looks mm, I don't remember what the tarmac looks like at all really um I do remember what the terminal looks like and shit though and I remember flying into it what it looked like it did not look mountainous but for some reason in my dream Dallas Fort Worth was a mountainous region so I, so I flew into this mountainous Dallas Fort Worth Airport, and the thing about this uh, Dallas city that was in the mountains um, was that a lot of the things, like a lot of the buildings and stuff, stuff like that, were stacked on, were either stacked on top of one another, or a lot of the businesses, like even though they were close in proximity. Some of them would be built above another one, like either on top of the other one on in the same building, or just higher in elevation, like like a cliff, or on a mountain, or on a hill, or something like that. And I went there, and. One of the things that I actually found in the the bat the airplane bathroom was like this expensive headset, like this really expensive headset, nice black cabling, um, tough cabling. It do- cabling it doesn't uh, tangle at all or anything like that. Gold contacts, and it was like one of those sort of like sport headphones. They stay on your head. And they um, It's an on-ear design. So, like, the pads would sit on your ears. And then there's this black band that goes behind your your head and around behind your neck. And then a loop uh, behind your ear. And then it would rest. And it would sort of... It'd clamp a little bit on your head. And... I put those on, and those, those sat in the bathroom the entire flight, and the cord, like, in the bathroom of an airplane, there's, like, a bunch of, like, different panels and stuff like that, um, some of the panels are actually sealed, for some reason, the cord was, like, caught in the paneling of one of, one of the panels in the bathroom, and no one claimed the head the headphones the entire flight so you know the plane was getting ready to land i went into the bathroom and i you know i i wiggled that cable out from behind the paneling and i grabbed the end of the headset where the plugs were 
and I plugged it into, I tried to plug it into my phone. Now my phone has a battery case, so I needed to, uh, and these plugs were right angled. So to plug it into the battery case, I would need to take the, the case off. I would need to take the case off before plugging it into my phone. But for some reason, these headphones weren't the standard 35mm or 3.5mm jack um, plug size. They were uh, the weird, smaller uh, jack size. And there were two of them. There was a headphone one and there was a microphone one. Because there was a microphone on the headset, but not one that was hanging out, just like one that was built into the cup. And I couldn't plug it in because the the jacks were too small for my iPhone's plug, which is a standard 3.5 millimeter jack plug. So I was like, what the fuck? So I just left it in the bathroom. And the reason why I flew into Dallas-Fort Worth is because Casey Neistat of <laughs> of all people wanted to um, he wanted to I guess introduce me to his brother, which I can't even remember what his brother's name is. Um, I don't even remember what his brother looks like, but I actually in the dream saw his brother, I was like, oh, that's Casey Nice's brother, um, he picked me up from the airport, and he was talking to me about his brother's cool, like, money-making idea, um, his idea for what his next idea for making money was, um, I'm still lying down in bed, and I think I've got, like, phlegm or something in the back of my throat. Sorry about that. Uh, and while we were driving to, I think, I think this was, like, a weird, um, I think it was, like, a Best Buy that used to be in the same building a Toys R Us was built, so it was kind of old. My mind built the inside of this store like I had seen a Kmart when I was seven or eight. Um, and how I had seen a Toys R Us when I was like seven or eight. Like, the inside layout of the store was laid out like how I remember what the inside of Kmart and Toys R Us looked like when I was really young. Um, And so, while we were on the way to the store, he told me about his idea. His idea... What Casey Neistat's brother's idea... I don't know why his brother didn't pick me up. Casey Neistat picked me up. Casey Neistat gave me sort of like the lowdown of... And he picked someone else up too, but I can't can't remember who they were. He had... There was someone else in the car. They dropped him off. 
Uh, but Casey Neistat gave me the rundown. He, his brother, found a new way to like to make milk. <laughs> And it involved... Okay, I don't know if you guys knew this. A little bit of trivia. Um, Milk, when it was first made and discovered, was made in the bladder of a goat. Um, They used a goat's bladder as a bag, I guess. And... They pour... No... No. Okay, I'm going to keep telling you this, but it's incorrect. Um, they poured milk into the goat's bladder. And they he traveled a long distance with this milk in a goat's bladder. And then he finally got to... And this is the trivia part. This isn't, what I, this isn't part of the dream. When they got to where they were going, they opened the goat's bladder and there was no milk. It was all cheese. What the fuck? That's how cheese was discovered. So, that actually has... Does, that, that just sort of makes the dream not make any sense. <laughs> um, but Casey Neistat's brother found a new way to, like, make a really delicious, like, milk... And I was supposed to... They were calling it milk. But honestly, it probably would have either been cheese or like cottage cheese or like a curdled milk or something. I don't know. Um, I never actually saw the the milk in the dream. Uh, but it involved ma- putting milk in the organ of some what used to belong to some animal and subjecting that organ with the milk in it to deep sea like high water pressure conditions and then after X amount of time I don't know uh, we would get we would get that we would retrieve it and get it back Put it in a carton or a container of some sort that was marketable and put a label on it and then sell it to people. And it wouldn't be something that you would... This would be sort of like a a Girl Scouts sort of like marketing campaign where you sit either in front of the store or just like inside the store and be like, hey, try some of the... uh, Nice that's milk or something like that. I would be selling... His brother would have me selling his milk for him. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. Um, so Casey Neistat told me that in the car ride... On the way to this weird Best Buy... with That used to be a Toys R Us... Uh, and I was, I remember on the drive there looking at the place that we dropped off the other person. And there was a, one of those McDonald's Play Palace 
things just on top. And what what was one thing that stood out to me about it was there was no McDonald's attached. It was just a fucking play palace on top of this building that was definitely not a McDonald's. It's like what the hell is going on here? Um there are a lot of kids like crawling around in there. I made some joke to Casey about dropping me off there or something like that. I can't remember what the joke was. Um and it was higher than it was like it was on top of the building. Um I also remember in the dream being on some sort of weird like when I came when I got out of Casey's car and then when we went into this store we were sort of his brother was working so we had to wait for his brother to sort of like become available um and his brother was like in some is in some sort of manager position at this Best Buy Kmart toys Toys R Us zombification business uh I was on this mobility device. And the weird thing about this this device that I was on, I don't know if I, I think it was, I don't know if it's intended to be a toy or an actual like the div- assistive device. I think it because of the way that you interface with it, it was it's intended to be an assistive device. You don't actually interact with this device with your hands or your feet really at all you don't use the only muscle that you use is your brain i don't so this device interprets your thoughts and it translates those into movements and it was like it's a self-balancing device but it was also for some reason like hydraulic so it would change height. It would change your height. It would change your tilt. So like I don't if you think of a Segway. A Segway is is a self-balancing device on two wheels. To move forward on a Segway, you literally lean your body forward and the Segway moves forward to compensate for the change in the center of gravity. You move your center of gravity forward of the wheels, and then the Segway moves forward to sort of catch you in a, in your momentum. To move backwards, you just lean backwards, and to move left and right, you have your arms, you, you're holding onto the handles. To move left or right, you actually sort of lean into the handles left or right and then the Segway will rotate with that. Now, this device was on two wheels, but it also had like a weird height adjustment thing. Um no, it wasn't on two wheels. It was on it was like it had like 
it was on two like robotic stilts. Think of those Boston Dynamic robot dogs that Boston in those bipedal robots that Boston Dynamics are making. Um, it was sort of like walking on two legs like that, and I was on top of it. And this thing interprets my thoughts to make me move where I want it to move. Um, and so I would, because it was on those two legs, it can bounce up and down and it can move around and stuff like that. But, and I was really high up, like in, in my dream, Casey and I sat was super tall. I was really high up and in my dream for some reason Casey Neistat was like six point six foot six or seven foot or something like that he is a tall guy in my dream and this thing made me just like just about like a head taller than him um and I remember seeing we were waiting for him and for some reason I'm talking to Casey I'm talking to Someone else, someone else that Casey was with. It could have been Candace, but honestly, I can't put a name to. I didn't have a name for the face for some reason. If it was Candace, I would have known it was Candace for sure. But that's just a detail in my dream. I never really had a name for this other person that was with them. You know how dreams are. Um. And this robot thing, I don't know what the fuck it was doing, but I was, like, bouncing up and down, and I was, like, um, it felt like that this thing was losing its balance, like, constantly, and my height was constantly changing, it was like riding a fucking bull, um, except the bull was a robot, and I was changing height, I was, like, really, really high up, like, eight, nine feet in the air. I am at it was and so then Casey's like what are you doing and I'm like I don't fucking know and it's like I was reading your thoughts and I was like yeah and I'm not I'm not instructing it to like it must be reading my mood or something cause I'm not I'm not thinking bounce up and down and go everywhere I'm just fucking talking to you and it's like my it's going everywhere I can't control it um, his brother became available. We went over to this this office in the corner of the store, which wasn't very much of an office. What it really was was it was sort of like a an elevated cubicle that was like two or three feet off the ground. And you took a, one step up to get up to the cubicle, this weird cubicle office. And on the outsides of this cubicle office were more shelving. Like it wasn't, and there was no ceiling. This cubicle office was literally like, just like in the store. And the only thing separating it was this cubicle wall and this little gate that says employees only. <laughs> it was so small. And so then he, Casey went in to, followed the brother into the office, and then I followed them into the office, um, and I got off of the mechanical thing when I went in there, 
um, before I went in there. And he, he, his brother started off, and I was like, I've got this great idea for you. And I was like, oh, yeah, the milk thing. And I was like, and then he just, like, looked so deflated. I was like, he fucking told you. Casey told you. And uh, that's pretty much all I remember from the dream. No, okay, there's another part. There's another part of the dream. This was a separate dream. Um, this one's shorter. Um, we were, I was at, I was at, uh, a Best Buy. And it wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the one Casey, Casey's brother worked at. This is a completely different Best Buy. Had he even flown anywhere yet to see, wait. No. Okay, I went to this Best Buy to basically look for headphones and shit for my flight before before my flight. Um, I was at this Best Buy, and they were having like a store closing sale. And so instead of like uh, I don't know, instead of like sending all the shit to different Best Buys to actually sell for price, they were selling. They were they were getting rid of everything, and they were selling everything, and one of the things that I saw in there, uh, I, I, one of the things that I saw in there, I don't know if you guys, um, it was sort of weird, okay, so Steam has, if you've ever used the Steam in-home streaming setup. If you've ever done that with big picture mode in Steam on PC and Mac or Linux, uh, it has its it has this interface for like uh, your friends, for the web browser, for the music player, uh, for your library, for uh, your own specific game settings for controller settings. There's there's all these different pages in the in the in uh, big screen mode version of Steam. And this device, it was just a simple USB device. Um, this simple USB device was for. For two things. It was for Steam Big Picture Mode, but it was also for Wacom tablets or for Wacom Creative Professionals. So it had this it was a small USB device and it had like eight divots into it. And four four up and down on and then it was two rows. Two rows no, two columns, four rows. And they have these little dents. And what you do is you just, like, place your fingers in the divot. And the device would detect it. And each divot represented, like, one of eight different commands. So you put your finger in the divot. And when you do that, for example, for Steam Big Picture Mode, it would open up your friends. It would pause the game, open the overlay over your game, and it'd show your friends. Or if you push another divot, it would open up the web browser real quick, so you could look up uh, a game guide or something. Or 
for the Wacom thing, like, Wacom tablets come with buttons on the side of the drawing surface by default. Um, fuck. And... You can use, uh... I'm just remembering my Wacom tablet right now. I used to have one. I have no fucking idea where it is. I still think it's at my mom's house. Okay, back on topic. Um, like those those buttons on the side of the drawing surface on every Wacom tablet. And you push the buttons and they do different things. Like one of them is to undo. One of them is to, uh, to basically like switch to a different tool or to swap colors, or to flip the canvas, you know, stuff like that. Well, the thing on this USB device is you put your finger into a divot, and it would emulate push-pressing those buttons and those commands. And uh, this thing doesn't, I don't think, exists in real life, but I thought that was super cool. Okay, that's those are the dreams. I'm going to look at some other things to populate this podcast with, because it doesn't really, or this episode with, because it doesn't really fit into my format with other stuff that I was talking about. I mean, I guess it sort of does, because it talks about people that inspire me, uh, I guess. And milk, because I fucking love milk with my cereal. <laughs> and I eat so much cereal, it's disgusting. Um, yeah, let me look for something else that's worthy of listening to in this podcast that isn't... Also, I want to um, make a formal, apo- formal apology to you guys. Uh, my last couple of episodes, the Furries one and the Windy Wednesday episode the pilot um i've been editing these podcasts on my macbook air because my pc broke um i thought it was it won't power on it like flickers and so i thought it was the power first initially i thought it was lauren's house i'm in lauren i'm living in lauren's house now for the time being and her house is fucking old like, her circuit breakers, they're not even switches. They're bulbs. And when a, when a circuit... When a, when one of the circuits trip, the bulb blows up. It breaks. And then you have to replace the bulb. You can't just flip the switch and it's all... It's all dandy. No, not quite. Um, and I thought Lauren's house wasn't able to supply the power my computer needed to run. Until I found out that that wasn't the case. Um, I use I plugged it into my uh, UPS. That's uh, short for uni- Uninterruptible Power Supply. And I turned the UPS on while it was not plugged into the, the house. And then I plugged my computer into that and I tried to turn it on. Same issue. So I thought it, it could be one of two things. It could be the power supply which is only like $70 to replace or it could be the motherboard which is far more problematic um 
I went over to a friend's house who also happened to have a 750 watt power supply and I plugged my I unplugged my power supply and pulled it from the computer. It's actually on my desk right now. Um not in the computer anymore. And then I plugged his power supply into all of my components to see if it would power on. Nope, same problem. I figured mm, maybe it's a power delivery issue. So I because the graphics card is the most power hungry component of my computer. So I unseated the graphics card from the PCI slot in the computer and so it wasn't plugged into the motherboard anymore and it wasn't plugged into the power supply either. I tried to turn it on, nothing. Um, it did, the power supply, when I was pushing the power button it wasn't working so I was like hmm, maybe it's a problem with, the something's wrong with the switch so I, I unplugged the switch from the pins on the motherboard header and then I used a screwdriver to short the pins out to um, to turn the, the computer on to see if it was this problem with the switch too um, and the power supply turned on for a fraction of a second like not even half a second it was just like I saw the light turn on and it turned off like immediately a flicker like well fuck i plugged my power supply back in tried it again and it was doing it was doing this weird flickering and you could you can i have rgb lights in it so you can see that you can you can observe the power supply trying to supply power to the computer but it just like can't keep it consistent it can't provide a consistent power um it keeps the delivery keeps dropping so that implies that my motherboard is fried which the motherboard is 125 dollars but each motherboard is designed for a specific processor chipset so i will probably need to get a new processor and the processor is i paid 330 dollars on it so we're already looking at 550 dollars i also have to get new ram um, probably. I, and honestly, you know, I wanted to get new RAM anyway. I wanted to, because I was at 16 gigs, I wanted to go to 32. So, yes, this, um, if you like the podcast, please send me some money on Patreon or send me some coffee. Uh, every, every little bit helps. Seriously. I could use it. Um, I got this weird bump on my knee, and it's starting to irritate me a little bit. Um, so I've been editing this podcast on my MacBook, and so the MacBook doesn't have stellar speakers. The speakers have no bass to it at all. Um, and I haven't hadn't been using headphones, and so I've been listening to this podcast and editing the podcast on the MacBook with no bass, and on my phone. I've been listening to it on my phone, and I have not heard in the last two episodes the the pops. Like my microphone, I le- I accidentally left my microphone in my friend Jai's room when we did when I did the uh, 
Spyfall in Reno episode, when I recorded that, for some reason my pop filter got left in Jai's room. Thankfully, Jai has my pop filter still for my microphone, but editing the podcast on my MacBook Air with no bass, I wasn't able to hear the pops. And so I showed this podcast to David and Lauren, and we listened to the trivia thing, and David was just like thoroughly embarrassed, but it was pretty funny. Uh, Lauren, they both loved it. They both loved the podcast. Um, So that's very heartening for me. That's very motivating. I'm really glad that they both loved it. Um, But David's car actually does have, like, bass to it. There are subwoofers. And I could keep hearing the... See, I pulled the phone away from my ear, and then Anchor stops recording. I was trying to... That's why this is a new segment. Um, yeah, so you were here, when I was talking into the microphone, you'd hear the, the plosives. Your, your P's, your B's, your V's, um, your F's. You know, anything that has an expulsion of air coming out of your mouth. And when you're talking into a microphone, that air goes at the microphone. You hear plosives. <laughs> you, you, very clearly can hear the plosives in the audio. But when I was editing it on my MacBook and on my phone, you can't hear the plosives. You can't hear the air hitting the microphone and that sound against the microphone. Um, if you want an example, go listen to those episodes, because the, the furries one and the trivia one, because you can definitely hear the plosives in there. And I left my pop filter in Reno. So I apologize if you can hear the plosives. I didn't know they were there. I thought I was doing a good job of keeping the air from impacting the audio, the air of my speech. But uh, apparently not, because those were there. I just didn't know, because I'm using my MacBook, because my computer's broke, so I don't have access to my good speakers. I actually have my speakers unpacked, and they're on my desk. I don't know where I put the fucking power cable to the speakers. Uh, I want to listen to music. So, yep, that's what that is. Alright, let me tail this episode off with a quote. I have a book of quotes that every man should know. Uh, That's what the title of the book is. I'm pretty sure that women can benefit from the quotes in this book as well, so... Because they're fucking words. It's unless it's specifically talking about my penis or the lack of ovaries. I don't understand why anyone else could not and could not benefit from these quotes. Here we go. Uh, here's a quote from Stephen Colbert: "Cynicism masquerades as wisdom, but it's the farthest thing from it." All right. What does that mean? I guess what I can take away from that quote is... uh, When people tell you, oh, you can't do that. um, Because of this, that, and the other thing. That's cynical. And they might sound like they know what they're talking about. 
and you want to believe that what they're talking about is true because you yourself i i believe <laughs> i don't think i was listening to the podcast in david's car and i was like oh my fucking god i talk so weird but he, when we got done listening to me he was like this is the best podcast i've ever heard and i was like see thanks so <laughs> um i did not i did not want to believe him uh but yeah if someone tells you that you you want to cuz i don't <laughs> i don't think that my podcast sounds good but apparently other people do so that's why i'm doing it um because people are interested in hearing what i have to say even if what i have to say is talking about Ki- Casey Neistat's brother's deep sea milk curdle sales pitch dream <laughs> I'll talk about it <laughs> so yeah don't listen to the naysayers because they don't know what they're talking about because they're not actually doing what you're doing alright uh, let me end this with a song for you uh, probably I'm probably going to do another John Hopkins song because uh, I heard another one that he did and it was really fucking cool. So here you go. Uh, if you have Spotify Premium or Apple Music or an Apple Music subscription, you're going to be able to hear the whole song. Or maybe not. There was there was some weird thing where the same song on two different platforms Anchor didn't recognize it was the same song. So there was something weird with that on the Furries episode. Um if you're listening to this podcast through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Republic, Overcast, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever else there is out there, you're not going to hear the song. I'm sorry. If you want to get the best experience out of this podcast specifically, and I say that with uh, my fingers crossed... Go to the Anchor.fm app on the App Store and listen to the app. Uh, listen to the podcast that way. Authenticate your music subscription with the app so you can hear the whole song. Um, this music is a very important part of what inspires me and how I experience my life, and so I like to share music quite often. Have a good day, guys. I will hopefully, 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 hopefully see you on Sunday with something that has been a long time coming for this podcast. Bye.